Ladies and gentlemen, the time has come. I've been wanting to interview this man ever since I've known him. Ladies and gentlemen, the current TBW world champion and current openweight champion of TBW, Tyler Green. Tyler, how are you doing today? I am the best I've ever been, Aaron. I'm great. Glad, glad, I'm glad to hear that. Glad how are you hear. doing today? I'm doing great as well. Best I've ever been to. Can't wait to tangle with you in that TBW ring. Hopefully. Hopefully, hopefully. If not 2019, it'll definitely be 2020. Need a challenge. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean, you do have pretty stiff competition there in TBW with uh, Ian Stacks and Dak Ryan and Johnny Blade. Yes, sir. I believe I do. Uh, uh, if there's one thing I believe in is that TBW has the best talent in the world when I, it comes to backyard wrestling. I completely agree, along with you guys, DSW, MEBW, DGW, ESW. Uh, this goes on and on. Oh, yeah. On on. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yes, uh, sir. So today, you know, I want, you know, I want to get to know you more. Tell me about, you know, like your background, how you got into backyard wrestling. I, I've heard the story, but I want to hear it from you firsthand. Right. So uh, t- tell me how it all how it all started. Uh, like when you started watching wrestling, like what year, or any specific moment you remember? Uh, well, uh, you know, some people really thoroughly remember their first match and oh I saw this wrestler and I fell in love with the business no never happened um I can't remember all I know is around 2005-2006 I just picked it up I literally do not have a memory in my mind of a time when I was not a wrestling fan that's great to hear you know uh, so um yeah being a wrestling fan is a great thing yeah most definitely I think I think we really do look at the world differently than most people do. Yeah, people people look at us like, oh, they're they're wrestlers, they're they're freaks. No, we're we're honestly the most athletic people in the world. I think it takes a it it, it does very much take a yeah a uh, different type of person to be a wrestler and pers- really pursue it. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. I've had I've had so many people tell me, oh, you you wrestle, so like. Is is that what you're going to do for the rest of your life? And I tell them, damn right. Oh, it's the whole. Uh, there's a whole stigma around wrestling. Oh, God. There always has. There always has been. Yes. Uh, and I, I do understand why. Right. Because because it, it's passing it off as real combat. I mean, okay, they don't really they don't try to pass it off as real combat anymore. But people still have the idea that oh, they're they're what do they think I'm stupid? Do they think I think this is real? Right. Yeah. No, it's... no one thinks you're that stupid. And that's where you get the wrong idea. Exactly. And I, I appreciate it for what it is. Exactly. I, I wish people would respect it as a sport because it is a sport. Yes, it's sports entertainment, but to me, it's always been a sport. Uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so tell me, you know, how, how you guys got started in TBW, how, how it all got started. Well, after many name changes, we ended up with TBW. But, um, I mean, it just – we kind of changed it with age, right? So it's like, you right. know, we had, like, KWA, you know what I'm saying, because we were mm-hmm. kids. You know, it's just whatever. But, um, yeah, I, I've started wrestling when I was, like, six, seven years old. Oh, wow. Me and Doc Ryan. Yep. And uh, then, you know, we, we were friends with Johnny Blade, too, but yeah. we eventually got him into it. Right. And, uh, you know, Chris, he picks it up fast. He's always been a fast learner. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And they, they all do. 
yeah everyone in tbw in past history have always picked up peacekeeper was great too so, oh, so, you remember? So, I'm uh, glad you remember him existing, man. Of course, I, I love that guy. Uh, uh, a few hours ago, I was watching No Ropes, No Rules too. Ah, classic! Oh, classic barbed wire stick by Peacekeeper. Good Christ, dude! Jesus Christ! <laughs> that your, thing is. Your God. your commentary on that on that match was on point. It, uh, you know, I, I loved it. I I separate my commentary from my uh actual persona if you can't tell you oh, know, yeah. I try to provide good commentary <laughs> you you provide, commentary a lot you provide amazing commentary i appreciate that yeah no problem but um well uh yeah peacekeeper um you know sadly he, he's got a lot going on he didn't live as close to us right um, right and... but a little inside info for you <laughs> peacekeeper uh is actually johnny boyd's cousin so really huh yeah yeah, they're related. Isn't that weird? Wow. Yeah. yeah, why do you think why do you think they work so well together? Right. Like, Cause like that that guy's tough as nails, right? And oh him and John God. have always been him and John have always been, you know, real close. So like, yeah, they just go at right? it. Right. They just Honestly, beat the shit out. They just beat the hell out of each other. Oh yeah. Honestly, like I bet if you guys got a tag team vision, they would probably be the most top tag team in TBW. I'd love to see that. I, I would tell Personally, I would... if we get enough people, I I'd get tag titles, but you know, unfortunately. <laughs> right. Yeah. But uh uh, so, uh, when, uh, when in your mind, when you thought like, Hey, this is, this is going great. We're going to get like, you know, you guys are getting really big in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Was it, was it before Crossfire or after Crossfire? Because I mean, that show was amazing. I will admit that show was well, amazing. Well, okay. I think of course, before Crossfire, I've, I've always thought TBW was top dog. Oh yeah. I've always thought that. And I do not say that. Listen closely, everyone who's listening, and you, Aaron Matthews, listen closely. <laughs> I'm saying this because it's factual, not because I'm a jackass or anything like that. I listen closely. Agree. Okay. Subscribers is one thing, but what people do not understand is the fact that we get an average of about 2,000 views a video, right? Right. We get like 40 likes a video. You yeah. look at a channel that has way more subs than we do so like you know of course i I like all the guys at mmbw i'm not trying to shade them or discredit them but (laughs) the difference between them and us our channels and this is just factual this is not me trying to degrade them they have more subs but we have more activity on our channel right yeah and we have more likes more views you know even dgw nowadays that they come (laughs) back we get more than they do on average, I mean, I hope that changes because we, you know, I'd really like to get our names out there more by going there, which we'll be doing. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, um, I'll elaborate more on that later. Oh, but can't wait. The activity on TBW is like no other channel. Can I explain why? No, but I'm damn happy it's a thing. Uh, I'm excited about it too. I I watch TBW every like I have it set to a notification when you guys mm. upload a rampage. I'm like I very much appreciate that. Boom, but just I watch it right away. I very much appreciate that. I always try to be the first viewer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. So uh, you know you you've been through so many character changes per se. You know, mm-hmm. since the beginning, you know, yeah. now, now it's sparked huge. You know, you're the top heel of the company. You're the world champion, open weight champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're, you're on top of the world right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, let's see, I'm trying to think of how to word this, you know, 
I'm not good. I'm not too good at interviews, you know. But I'm good at being. I'm good at being interviewed. <laughs> if, I'm that. If you listen to the Deck Ryan podcast I was on, but mm. um, see when uh, you know, you've also been through moveset changes too, because you you used to do the sick kick. Ah, uh, yep. My sure are did. we are we gonna be seeing that again from you? Uh, n- hell no. And you want to know why? Because the of- ring. No. <laughs> No. no, that's that's the least factor. But you've got Kent Havoc, who does it? That's true. Matt Thunder, Matt Thunder, who does it? All these yeah. people do it. And I did it before that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying I started it. Right. But I'm not picking that up. That's, right. that's old news. That's old news. I evolve. I don't resuscitate. Exactly. I and, don't move backwards. And And that's why you're the world champion. I mean, you won... You won clash. So. You, you won clash for the case. You you took your opportunity and cashed in. Won the world title. Then won the open weight championship. It, like amazing career I've seen from you. At, like yep. at first I thought you were okay because you know you, you had the stature of a top guy. But I yeah. honestly I didn't think you had what it took to be top guy until I saw you turn heel. Last I believe it was last year when you turned heel. Yeah, it's and. Point. uh and I love what you did after you won the world title. You came out in a nice three-piece suit. You just looked dashed, dashing. It, it was great. And you cut that amazing promo. It, uh, I would love to see you do that more since, you know. My favorite thing is standing in the middle of the ring by myself and talking to that camera. That is my favorite thing besides winning. It's great. I, I love to watch you cut promos and, you know, and just express yourself in that way because it, it's just absolutely amazing. I pride myself on uh, promo ability and making myself believable. Yeah. Um, um, what were you saying? Uh, besides you, who've greatly improved in the company, uh, who, who else do you think have improved a lot? Honestly, I think Hardhead has. I used to not mm. even want to watch his matches because yeah. they were just so bad. But then he, you know, he, he's, he's gotten so much better. You know, one damn thing. Just before I get into that, one damn thing. Why do people keep saying that kid is so small? He's as tall as Dak Ryan. Yeah, I know. Like, and like he, he's a good 125, 130. Right? Like, I, don't, I don't get it. Like he's, as, he's almost as big as like – he's bigger than Ian Stacks. Damn. By far. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, yeah, I don't get like, why everybody's saying that. Like, oh, he's so small. No, he's not. It's because it's because he, I think it's because he joined the company when he was real young. Yeah, and he was like real small, but he really got big. Oh yeah, he so he like definitely, I don't know. he definitely went through a growth spurt. I just want to set the record straight on that. But anyway, <laughs> a little inside info. Um, uh, I trained Hardhead, JML. I've trained everyone in the company besides um, I trained Ian too, but uh, with help because right. he learned so fast. Yeah, the thing is like. And I'm not trying to, again, I'm not trying to take credit. Like, I built the whole thing by myself. Right. But Dak, when you look at Dak, like, Dak does not have, like, the um, mindset of, like, I want to train everyone. Right. Like, he, he'll, he'll help. Yeah. But that's where I'm good. I'm a teacher. Right. Dak's more of a doer. And Johnny, again, Johnny's more of a learner. He's not a teacher. He can't project things well. No. I project things well. Yeah. So, I, you know, I, I do the best I can. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, yeah. Um, Ian Stacks. If you want my opinion on Ian Stacks, who, who do I think has improved the most? Ian. 
Oh yeah. Because he, he came out of he came out of the damn gate. His his de- wide open. His debut was Knight of Kings. It sure was. And you know what's funny? And we weren't planning on him wrestling that day. No. And then we were thinking about it. We saw him in the ring and we were like, Hey, guess what? You're in Knight of Kings. <laughs> nice. Just just, he was just like, like that. Okay. Yeah, and he was right. like, Okay. And I was like, I know you can do this. I know you can do this. And he went right. out there and did it. He did what he did better than any of us thought he was gonna do. Oh yeah, definitely. He he stole the damn show. He's better than he's better than Quentin Zero, his older brother. God. He's no longer he's no Don't... longer wrestling with us, but he makes his older brother look bad. I never liked Q in the company. He, uh, on, he, uh, had, he didn't have enough time to do anything, so Yeah, and he had honestly to me he had no charisma. He yeah. didn't connect well. He I don't know, he, he tried hard. He tried. And I'll, I'll give him credit for that. But he, yeah. he just didn't connect with me. I'm like We have managed to kind of cut out everything that's uh not uh progressing along with the rest of us. Right. So we have a whole new roster I with see. incredible members. Like we I don't heard. have any room for anyone who's not trying to be there and be the best and is on par and you know, really right. trying to strive for the top because we have so many top guys. We have guys that could be world champions in any company. Oh, we yeah. literally have about six or seven guys that could be a world champion anywhere they go, just in TBW. Oh yeah, definitely. And with that kind of competition, you got to be at your best. So we don't need anyone who's, you know, oh, well, you know, we're, he's working on it real hard, but he's just not there yet. He doesn't connect with anybody. Right. Like, um. Uh, so since since you guys got the ring now, are we mm-hmm. gonna see crowds at the show? You know, uh, hopefully, hopefully. Like it, I, I would really enjoy that, but the problem yeah. with that is, number one, kind of a weird venue if it's at someone if if it's in someone's actual backyard. You know what I'm saying? So if right. we were in a field somewhere, almost definitely. But it's oh, just yeah. kind of a weird venue to sell tickets at. And number yeah. two, it's relatively difficult to find legitimate wrestling fans, right? In a yeah, place that we are. Right, because you don't you don't find them here in Michigan. There's barely any wrestling fans, really. Yeah, like I have a few select friends that are wrestling fans that we talk yeah. about wrestling. Um, so I'm sure in a place like Chicago, I, I, I can sell tickets because, okay. like, I, so for those of you who don't, who don't know, the CM Punk made ridiculous amounts of money in backyard wrestling because oh, okay. he sold tickets. Exactly ridiculous amounts of money they were they were making more money than the indie shows that were yeah. in chicago at the time they were making they twice were, the money and they were just backyarders like damn yeah. and that'll never be done again mark my words i mean it's a possibility but not likely um, very slim i, I want to get your thoughts on uh crossfire uh your match was great i enjoyed it besides your match what was the best match on that card on a crossfire? Yeah. Uh, I'd give it, besides, you know, I'm taking my match out, obviously. Uh, obviously, right. uh, yeah. Can Havoc and Deck Ryan. Oh, that was a great match. That was a great that contest. Was a great that was a great match. Hard hitting, most definitely. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that knee strike he gave to Kent. That's on his Instagram. That, oh, my God. Tough. Real tough. Kicked his damn yeah. teeth out. <laughs> Not yeah, legit, no, but damn. No joke, man. Uh, uh, what was your thoughts on uh, Samuel Clowney uh, returning to wrestling you know, for um, that match against John? I, of course, talked to him because he's in my, you know, premises. Uh, right. So I spoke to him. 
And um, he was, you know, going to pretty much stay retired. Until right. they said, hey, Sam, we're doing a crossover with TVW. So he checked it out, and he's like, well, I'm not retired anymore. <laughs> nice. So, uh, could you credit TVW with bringing Sam McClowney out of retirement? Yeah. I yeah, <laughs> I, I would. I mean, shit. And I'm glad I did, because the guy's a good worker. Oh yeah, that that match against Johnny Boy was great. Little Looney, his his selling, his selling is on point. Oh God, I'm surprised we don't don't get the damn cops in the neighborhood. You know, okay, if our neighbors weren't used to us, free, you know, doing that all the time, they'd probably call the cops. Oh yeah, I mean, when the guy's uh, an actor, when when he's like when he told Hardhead to pop his shoulder in and he just screamed, I'm like, oh my God. He's he's connecting and it's great and I yeah, love it. He connects with your oh man, it just makes your <sighs> skin crawl sometimes. I, I cringe when that happened when he kept hitting his shoulder on the mat and I'm like, oh Let my me god, tell you, no 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 no. That same client is a tough son of a bitch. Oh yeah, I'll give it to him. He t- I remember there's something about this one spot he did where uh, it, was he was it? at DSW and he goes for uh, Tope Conhila to the outside, right? And the guy literally steps back. And he slams the ground full on his back, oh. gets back up, and then takes a blue thunder bomb bear on the ground. Jesus Christ. And then attempts it again. Oh, my God. And hits it. Uh, wow. You saw that suplex Johnny hit him with? Yeah. That, that was insane. Ridiculous. Yeah. That was... Yeah, guy's real tough. Yeah, he's he's one tough son of the bitch. He's, he's nuts, but you know. Oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, that that's character, and I love it. Um, connects. He, he yeah, connects. Uh so you know, now that you guys got the ring and everything, uh, mm. and you know, I was talking to Dak about it, how you guys got to get new padding, and turnbuckle covers, and all that. Yeah. Um. I was talking to him, and I'm like, well, now you guys can actually have a ref in your every match because the ring is big, so it's like you guys yeah, can actually now have, have a ref. Yeah, because, yep. like, I mean, I would I would have understood, you know, since you guys had the trampoline, you know, you know not a lot of room. So, you know, but now oh, that you no. guys so, – so now that you guys got a lot of space, you know mm. – It'll be a lot better. Yeah, yeah, we, we could do uh, that. We might. We, we'd be very interested in having someone do that. Are Are you guys also going to build an apparatus for ladder matches so that way you can actually finish a ladder match off? Uh, the ring? I don't know because I mean, okay, here's the thing: the way we were doing it is a long way from the ring now. Yeah. So yeah. if we're going to do a ladder match, we're probably going to have to do that. Right. So we yeah we might we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. So if we ever choose to have a ladder match. You'll see how it goes because we'll figure it out because that's what TVW does. We exactly. are self-built. Everything we've ever done was with our own money and with our own minds. That's for amazing. those of you who don't know, the Open Weight Championship is custom made. We didn't get someone to make that for us. We literally constructed that ourselves yeah. with our own hands. Yeah, it's it's amazing how it came out. Hand-painted, hand-painted, hand-carved, hand-stitched, everything. everything. It's amazing. Everything we've ever done is from us. Our money, our time, our sweat. That is what CBW is made on. It's amazing. Tyler Green, ladies and gentlemen, probably the best in backyard wrestling. This isn't over. This is not even far from over. we got a lot no. to talk about. Hell no, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> um, what, what are your thoughts on all elite wrestling? 
Okay. If all Elite Wrestling goes how I want it to and how I think it will, it will restart a good period in wrestling. A very good period in wrestling. Yes. Because here's the thing. If you ever want my opinion on WWE, you've got it right now. WWE is terrible. Oh, I completely agree. If WWE, the only way I would, look, before AEW came along, like, when I looked at WWE, I was like, I don't even want to go there. I'll just stay in the Indies until they fix their shit. Right? Like, I will make less money. I'm fine with making less money if I don't have to go to that. Right, yeah. Because to me, I'm a legacy guy over a money guy most of the time. So, like, people can look back on... I want people to look back on Tyler Green and say, he was damn good his whole career. And he never looked like trash. He was never, you know, taken for granted. I mean, of course, towards the start of your career, that's what's going to happen. But, you know, he was never at the top of his game and being wasted. No, I mean, everything I've seen from you has been really well spent. So... I really do believe this is going to be where WWE either has to change it or they're not going to do so hot. Because, okay, here's the thing. With AEW, if they openly try to compete with WWE, they're screwed. Because right. that's, that's what Impact Wrestling did. Mm-hmm. And they brought in Hulk Hogan. They brought in Ric Flair. They brought in the Hardy Boys. They brought in Bischoff. They brought in you name it. They had it. Right. They're XECW, XWWE, XW, uh, you know. ECW, they went to TNA. Just because you have the names does not mean you get the numbers. Does not mean you beat WWE. That's not what works. Exactly. And like how TNA tried to move to Mondays to try and compete with That's Raw. what I'm saying. You have to so do like... your own thing. You have to book it well. Make good television on a major network. That's another thing. Impact is trying to com- was trying to compete with WWE on networks that were... You no know, one watches the damn network. Top TV? Are you kidding me? You can't find it. No one watches that. No one's going to watch that. No one's going to buy an extra TV deal just to get Impact Wrestling. (laughs) Right? But AWE is smart. They are going to either TBS or TNT, two major networks that everyone has. I I completely agree. Perfect plan. So if they can go all around the country and sell out arenas, if they can sell out the arenas they book, that's a good start. Because the thing is, WWE goes to 15,000-person arenas and sells 2,000 tickets. Right. It's just completely ridiculous. They have to black out the arena so you don't know what's empty. <laughs> right. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's sad. That's terrible. It's, yeah. Because the product um, sucks and everyone knows it does. Yeah. That, that's why... Because the they monopolize the wrestling industry. The, the only WWE product I really watch is NXT and NXT UK. NXT is incredible. Oh my god, I, I love I love have you NXT. Noticed, have you noticed, now that AEW is around, before that, WWE wouldn't acknowledge NXT on the main roster ever. They wouldn't no. acknowledge a good match, they wouldn't acknowledge a good show. The only time they would acknowledge NXT on the main roster is if someone came up. Right. And they say, oh yeah, NXT champion, oh big NXT guy, big popular guy in NXT. But they'd never say, check out NXT TakeOver, where Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano had a five-star, he had an incredible match. They never did that. No. But now that AEW is around, Vince McMahon is saying, oh, what an incredible UK show. Oh, what? <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, I doubt he watched it. Even if he did, it's just because of AEW. Right. 
And that's the only her- reason because they, they they have a gold mine in NXT. They have the arguably the best wrestling in the world. Exactly. But they yeah. just ignore it. Right. And that's going to hurt them in the end. Exactly. You uh, know, they have to notice it. Uh, who who are some of your influences in wrestling? Like when you started um, watching wrestling, when I first started, Jeff yeah, Hardy. Jeff, Hardy, Jeff Hardy, Paul London, Brian Kendrick. I was a huge Lundrick fan. Paul London and Brian Kendrick, oh, huge best best tag team in the SmackDown era at that time. Me and da- dude, like me and Dak Ryan, we used to copy them so much. That's how we got so like. I used to be a high flyer. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he, he's kind of dumped a, a little off the high flying. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, we can both still do it. We just don't as much anymore. But, yeah, we used to be high right. flyers because of them. Yeah, those. And those, um, those two were probably the best. They were so, of, so good. They, they, they're one of my favorite tag teams of all time. If not my favorite. I, I love their entrance. They were just It's so sweet. Oh, my God. So cool. My favorite. Uh, Lundrick match would probably be their ladder match they had at Armageddon. Good one. The um, the Fatal Four Way ladder match that was amazing. Oh man, I remember when uh the best moment of my life ever was when uh they teamed with Jeff Hardy. Mm-hmm. Because Jeff Hardy's my favorite wrestler of all time. Jeff Hardy's amazing. Uh, and he always has been since I was a kid. Because uh, I've always been weird, and what I mean by that is like you know eccentric like, and yeah, and like I, you know. Chokers, I paint my nails sometimes. You know, I'm just weird. Right. I have a different style. You know, you're I'm unique. Not, like, you have exactly. your own personality. I've never been like Normal. just a straightforward cookie cutter guy. Like never. Right. And right. Jeff Hardy, I think, was a big part of that. And I, I wanted long hair my whole life, dude. My and you whole life for it. And you then when I got, and then when I got in high school, you know, just I it grew whatever. You know, I, I broke out into my own. Yeah. And it's because of guys like Jeff Hardy that I'm, you know. So I really have to thank the Hardy Boys. A lot for how I am. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, my influences are Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. I, I take mm-hmm. my style into both okay. of those guys. Being a Chris Benoit fan, I have a question for you. Okay. Um, do you think – okay, look. Take the fan out of it. Do you think Chris Benoit should be in the Hall of Fame? <sighs> Taking the fan out of it? Yeah, because, if, I mean, I like, understand okay, as a so, fan, you would like to see that. But looking outside of it, do you really think you should be in the like, Hall of Fame? So if I wasn't a fan and I heard about what happened, I'd be like, hell no, don't put him in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. But, again, you know, as a, as a fan of him, you know, he deserves to be put in the Hall of Fame. Honestly. Wrestling-wise, most definitely. But uh, the way I look at it. Skill-wise. The way I look at it, to me, that's an absolute no and i'm a fan of his wrestling most definitely yeah but I, that like i sit there for a minute i'm thinking about it and i'm like oh maybe you should and then i actually think about it i'm like dude he literally like he's a murderer <laughs> like that's insane that's crazy it's not like okay like pete rose like he he gambled on his team right right he betted against his team like yeah that's messed up and they yeah. won't let him in the Baseball Hall of Fame. But, like, Chris Benoit killed two people. Like, that's a whole different ballpark. So, I don't think he did. And I, I watch his matches. I'm a fan of his wrestling. But, no. No Hall of Fame. No Hall of Fame. You heard it here, uh, folks, from Tyler Green. No Hall of Fame for Chris Benoit. No. <laughs> um, Eddie, Eddie's one of the goats, though. Oh, yeah. Most Eddie. definitely. Most Eddie. definitely. Uh, yeah, I, I base my, my – uh, because my my two finishers are the crossface and the frog splash, mm. 
So I kind of based myself off of Eddie and Benoit uh, together. Because yeah. yeah. uh, when, you know, when I when I get down there, TBW, one of my signatures before I hit a frog splash or a cross face, it's going to be a, like uh, snap suplexes, but in the three, uh, three amigo I like style. That. I like that. And then three like amigo that. style. So so mm-hmm. I'm so I'm incorporating both Benoit and Eddie. Um, if there's two guys you want to go after, it's definitely them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, when, so you said you started watching WWE around 2006. Yeah, 2005, okay. 2006. 2005, 2006. Okay. Uh, what, what was your thoughts on Rey Mysterio when he won the Royal Rumble in 06? Um, well, of course, as a kid, you know, like, Rey Mysterio is awesome. Oh, yeah. But, uh. Definitely. To, like, okay, I, don't get me wrong. I love Rey Mysterio. Right. But I've never been a big, as big of a fan of Rey Mysterio as, like, a lot of kids were. Right. Because, like I said, I like the... You like the edgy. I like the... Yeah, I like the... I like Triple H. I like the Hardy Boys. Who doesn't you know, like I'm Triple saying, H? Like, <laughs> I like... Um, I was a big... I've always been a big John Cena fan. So, like, that's the exception. Um, you know, guys like that. CM Punk. I was always a... And jo- John Morrison, too. John Morrison. I used to love John, John Morrison. John I still Morrison. do. I still do. John Morrison, probably... He honestly should sign with AEW. Most definitely. Become Johnny Elite. Most definitely. But, um, yeah, I was, I was always a really big fan of guys like that. Yeah. So I, I, I liked Rey Mysterio a lot, but, you but know, you of weren't. course I was rooting for him. Right. But, uh, but no, like, I was you never as big of a fan as a lot of guys were. You weren't, like, a hardcore fan of Mysterio. Yeah. No. Um, fa- uh, let's see. Uh, in TBW, what has been your favorite of your matches? What has been your favorite match of all time? Uh, me and Dakarai and Nat fighting on the front line. That was a great match. Or, I like that triple threat match with the Instax and Johnny Blade at Interruption Rules 3. That was an amazing match, too. Hard-hitting match. Oh, yeah. Blazing oh, yeah. hot. Lots of fun. Almost oh, yeah. died. That's okay. <laughs> well, good thing you're not dead. <laughs> Speaking of triple... Okay, that brings me to something. Speaking of... I said Triple H a minute ago. Um, when I picked up the sledgehammer... Mm-hmm. And they did the whole Triple H thing. Yeah. I saw in the comments that someone was like, dude, Tyler looks just like Triple H, but like in a, like a young guy's body. <laughs> and I went back and watched that. And I was like, dude, I look just like Triple H. Yeah. Like, like, 90, like, like 98. Yeah. Like not, young Triple H. I was like, right. what the hell? Like if I ever get, I, I got a pretty big nose. So if I ever go to WWE, he's going to be like, oh, this, he looks like me. I got to push this guy. Here's here's my long watch son uh, the son I've I never so. had. Uh, I sure hope so. Jeez, <laughs> God. Uh, there was a, there was a funny story because you were talking about John Cena earlier. Mm. I went to Saturday night's main event in Detroit. Yeah. Oh wow! Two weeks before uh, WrestleMania 22, yeah. and I was five feet away from John Cena in the back. Because we oh, were at, because it was about the start of fan access, kind of like yeah. the the rebirth of fan access. Yeah, and they were bringing it back, and we went to fan access, and I got a picture with Big Show cardboard cutout, Big Show holding yeah. the WWE Championship. Got to cut a mm. promo. It was great, and oh, I, I was five. Feet, we were five feet away from John Cena. We were gonna go up to him, but we were being respectful because he was with uh, some handicapped fans, so we didn't want oh, to yeah, disturb him. Yeah, don't, don't so, jump up in that. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. And then the next year, I met uh, about about like two 
two months before the whole Benoit stuff happened, I met Rob Van Dam. Uh, and mm-hmm. I told him, and I told him, hey, I loved it when you kicked John Cena's ass at one night stand last year. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then he told me about the ladder match he had with Eddie because I told because I was wearing my Eddie Guerrero shirt and he's mm-hmm. like, mad respect for you, kid. Yeah. And, oh my god, he he was blazed as fuck too. It was amazing. Yeah, he's always blazed <laughs> as fuck. He's the whole effing show. He can do what he wants. RVD four twenty. I would love. I, honestly, I would love to smoke pot with Van Dam. <laughs> you know what? Who the hell wouldn't? Right. Like even if you, even if you don't smoke, like Van Dam's <sighs> such a cool guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was late, but oh well. Yeah. I mean, oh well. He, he made up for it. But yeah, yeah he, he, uh, and then you know, I met Austin Aries. Uh, Years later, got to hold the actual TNA World Championship. It was great. It's big as hell, isn't it? It's heavy as shit. I will yeah, tell it's you. Big. I will tell you that now. It's big and it's heavy. Uh, um. Have Have you met? I I know you met Hardy, right? I did. You, you met Jeff at a indie show. Yeah, I did. Uh, any is there any other uh wrestlers that you've met, or was Jeff the uh, only one? Caleb Conley from TNA. Ooh, nice. Uh, Adam Rose. Actually, okay, we were working a show in um, Alabama when we were mm-hmm. down there. Yep. And uh, so we were the first ones there. Right. So we set the ring up, all that stuff, you know what I mean? We're working everything. Wow. And Adam comes in, he's got his vape, coolest bastard I've ever seen in my life. That guy's big, <laughs> by, that guy's big by the way, bro. Oh like, I don't God. think a lot of he's... people get this. Like, he's a relatively smaller guy in WWE, and he's yeah. still huge. Yeah, he he's was huge. Yeah, he, he looked he looked smaller on WWE. He got then, bigger, though. He got bigger. Oh, yeah. He oh, yeah, I've been paying attention a lot. He's uh, he's definitely improved a lot. But yeah, after his match, he, like, comes up to us, and he, like, you know, he's sweating and all that shit. And he comes up, and he, like, goes for, you know, the handshake, and I was like, this guy is really, like, about to j- like, I haven't. I didn't wrestle tonight. You know, I haven't done a thing for this guy. And he's going to come over and shake my hand and say, thank you for coming. Like, what a what a dude. Right. Adam Rose is really cool. And he shakes my hand or whatever. And he's like, Yo, bro, thank you for coming. And he's from South Africa, of course. So he's like, oh, right. thank you for coming. And I was like, oh, this is cool shit. Ever. Right. I put, yeah, I put my hand on his back. He's sweating like hell. I didn't really care. <laughs> he put a hole in the wall, too, in the venue. He put a hole in the wall. Like Jesus. Awesome guy. So yeah, I'm at, I'm at Adam Rose. Um, who else? Uh, if we're talking like big guys, I think that's about it, actually. Yeah, I've I've only met a few select wrestlers like yeah. Austin Aries, Rob Van Dam, uh, uh, Hillbilly Jim. I met him. <laughs> he he was a dick. Oh, really? Yeah, he he was Damn. a dick. He was a dick. <laughs> oh, can't win them all. No, anyway. no. Oh, the the funny thing about when I met Aries is he turned heel in the main event. Oh, right. And then he had to fucking dip out because people got pissed, so we had to fucking leave. Yeah, he had to jump up out of there. <laughs> he fucking turns heel on his tag team partner. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? He fucking dips out the back and, <laughs> and no shaking, no shaking hands and kissing babies after you do that. Oh god, right? Yeah. So then you're breaking kayfabe, like shit. Heel to heel, I, I get it. Oh, heel to heel to heel. And I told him, heel to I, heel, I get it. The, the the funny thing, I told I told him, hey, when I'm old enough, I'm coming to Impact. I'm taking this title. <laughs> and he's like, "Good luck with that." <laughs> but um, uh, it's, damn, uh, yeah. I don't know. Speaking of being a heel, that was the best thing I ever did for my career. I completely agree with that because uh, uh, I mean, Dak Dak was a great heel in my opinion. And, you know, I'm not being biased towards anyone. 
because I love all heels because I'm a heel myself. Right. No, like why? Why else do you think I just took my ball and left TCPW? So I think you did the right thing. Oh, but anyway, personal issues, but besides yeah. that. But anyway, uh, people like Dak Ryan. Yeah, it's that simple. People like Dak Ryan. He draws because he, he uh, he's th- there's certain wrestlers that have a thing about him. Right. That draws people. Like, I look like a piece of shit. Like, I always like mad. I have mannerisms that look, you know, like, I can't go out there and be jolly Mr. Good Guy. Are you kidding me? And I was trying to do that. Yeah. I was trying to please it, people. And it didn't work. And after I won the, my, after I won the world title at Night of Kings 1, mm-hmm. I really kind of thought about my career. Lost the title. Now, do I regret that time period? No. But, you know, I was just sitting there thinking about it. And I was like, what am I doing this for? What the hell am I trying to pander to people for? Right. I don't care. I got to do something for me. Exactly. So I did something for me. And I fixed my career. Damn right you did. I did what I had to do. Um, so people can cheer that Ryan all they want. He's good for that, but I'm good at winning. And I mean, that's just what you, it is. I mean, since you have become world champion and openly champion, you have been undefeated. Been undefeated for nine months. It's, it's insane. Well, I'm, I might as well have to break that streak. I'm efficient. <sighs> I'm efficient. Yeah. No one likes that. No. Because uh, I know I'm good. And I tell everyone I'm good. And People you show like that, that you're good. Like, you're not just cocky. You actually back it up. And I respect that a lot. Huh, people hate that. People hate winners. People hate the Patriots. I hate the Patriots because they win. I hate the Patriots. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, uh, another one. People hate the Golden State. People hate them. I hate them because they win. Right. People hate me because I'm good and I know it. Right. Like, you're not just saying shit. You're saying shit and backing it up. Proving it. I can't it. stand that. It's, it's... That's why I love beating people's heroes. I tweeted this a while ago. That's why I love beating people's heroes. I, I love beating the good guy because I finished last. I actually read that tweet and I'm like, damn right. I agree with you on that. Because, they finished you know, last. It's exactly. I was tired of finishing last. I'm on top. Ugh. So it, I, I'm pretty sure you saw my tweet. I, uh, John, John said, you know, cause saw, you, yeah. you, you were talking about, you know, I being a champion and <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. It's kind of weird, but it's great. <laughs> and, uh, he's like, uh, you know, I have a briefcase. I'm like, you know, Mr. Kennedy never got to cash in. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Mm. Are we going to see John cash in? You know, Cause he, he did it before with uh, your, well, with, with your help. The question is, are, not are we going to see John, Johnny Blake cash in? The question is, are we going to see Johnny Blake cash in successfully? Right. That's a no. <laughs> it's a no. But I'm just or, saying that's the question if you're asking one. Or is the ultimate opportunist, opportunist right here going to take that briefcase and cash in successfully? That's your business. Oh. But I will say this. Um, this is really exclusive, by the way. So everyone who's listening needs to listen up here. Do not listen. get lost in what I'm saying. And this will good. be announced on TBW. This will be announced on TBW. There's a clause with the briefcase because I'm a double champion. Right. So if you cash that in, 
you know, it's assumed that you take both titles. But well, that's no, not how we do it in TBW. It's for the world because championship. The, it, listen, that's not how we do it in TBW. Because to be a double champion, you've got to win both titles separately. Or if, you know, it's a match for the both the titles, and that's how it is. But I'm right. saying, like, in TBW, we don't just give away double champions. So, the, listen close. The title first obtained by the double champion is the one that's taken from the briefcase. So, if Johnny Blade does cash in, you're not going to see a new world champion. You're going to not a white champion. Oh, okay. Uh, interesting. Hmm. Well, then I'll just slither and take my spot as world champion. Or whoever. I'm sure it's right. Like I said, need competition. Well, I, t- I told you I'll give you competition. I'll give Speaking you competition. of competition, uh, we've made a very exclusive pickup in Isaiah Wright. I heard about that. I know that you signed Isaiah Wright, Kent Havoc. Uh, Hunter X. Hunter Tyler X. Adams, uh, Marcus Dillon. People aren't familiar with him yet, but they will. But he got a lot of heat for what he said about MEBW, and it was funny as hell. Um, <laughs> oh. Marcus Dillon. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? I, I know on the Same podcast. Same Yep. On the, on the podcast I did with Dak, I announced my signing to TVW because I was a backyard free agent. Yeah. So I, but until you guys uh, confirm that, I'm still a backyard free agent, but I'd love to sign with TVW. Well, sounds like an off-air negotiation there, sir. Yeah, sure does. Awesome. But, um, Cannot wait. <laughs> uh, let's oh. see. Um, like the way TV. Okay, the way TBW is going, it's it's not going to be anything like you've seen. Right. So you can watch all the old TBW videos you want, and you can see how good we were. But that's not even remotely close to how. So it's where it's going to go. And I'm not saying necessarily the, the complete aesthetic and everything that we do in TBW is going to change. What I'm saying is it's going to be a whole new league of wrestling. I completely agree. It's not even going to be close. Like the improvements we've made is just the, the knowledge I've obtained since last time we've uploaded is just incredible. The people I've been able to talk to, the, you know, the, 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 the constant research I've done. It's just, you'll have to wait and see. It's that simple. But one thing is for sure. 2019 is TVW. Yeah. Through and through. It's backyard wrestling in general. And I love backyard wrestling, but leading the charge is TVW. I completely agree with that. I've been watching TVW since the beginning. And I've been a fan from the start since the TVW kickoff and to now. And <laughs> I, I got to say, man, it's, it's improved so gracefully. And I'm so glad. Yep. We started when... Uh... Speaking of this, you asked this earlier. I'm going to go back to this point. Um, we started when I was 14. And um, previous to that, you know, we were all trying to get together and start YouTube. Great. And actually... Bad guy Tyler Green has always been bad guy Tyler Green, just masking it because I was the guy who was always like, no, 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 we don't need to do YouTube yet. We're not, we're not there yet. Right. We we gotta improve. We gotta get to a good point first. We have to get more people. We have to, you know, be able to put out content that's different. Right. So eventually, bad guy Tyler gives in. We start CBW. We would have started it anyway. <laughs> we would have started it anyway. 
where we started up TBW, took off. And uh, I was the first thing on TBW. I was the first thing on the channel. Yeah, you, you, you know, introduced the fans of TBW on the kickoff. I sure did. And Against the Pyro. Yep, Pyro. Bastard. <laughs> Look. F- fucking swab. Look, if there's ever someone I want to return and have a match with, it's Pyro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Pyro. <laughs> that was so sweet. But anyway. Uh, or um, Smoke, too. Oh, God. Those, those character names, crazy. Insane. Anyway, like I said, we were a lot younger. Yeah. And I, we're not going to ever take those videos... No. They're going to be up there forever. Exactly. And it's, We're yeah. not going to try and be more professional. No, none of that. No, it's you, there. You always want to remember the good times. Exactly. It's there. And it will always be there. Yeah. Because you're going to see where we started and where we are now. It, it's amazing. I'm 18 years old now. We've been doing this for four years. That's crazy. That's progression. Yeah, I've been... And we, we would be far above where we are if we consistently uploaded better. But, yeah, you know, due, due to a lot of stuff we, you know, yeah, it's it's not easy. It's really not, but um, we will be more consistent with TBW returns. I promise you that, and you will see the skyrocket happen. I awesome. assure you. Awesome. Um, uh, so uh, give me your thoughts on uh, DGW Battle for the Briefcase Ladder Match. Uh, oh yeah, how, I did say how... we were gonna come back to that. Didn't <laughs> yeah, we? and uh, how that came to be. So um. Basically, how that happened was uh, I put something on my Instagram story mm-hmm. that said, give me matches you'd like to see, you know, from backyard. Right. And people were giving me uh, Dale Springs, Kevin Bradshaw. He's now Dale Springs first. Right. And so I at Dale Springs because I'm a man. I don't just put the net. I at. Right. I everyone that is mentioned in my stuff. I at people. That's what I do. I'm a man. So I at Dale Springs and I said, interesting. So he slides up and says, yeah, interesting. We <laughs> talk for a minute. Right. Then someone puts Simon Mack. And I say, all right. I'll get his golden ass. You know what I mean? Like, so I add him. <laughs> and then he slides up and says, book it. Right. Like, uh, and I said, Hell yeah. So we get to talking and uh, he said he'd like to have us down at the uh, reunion show. I will and, definitely you know, of course, am I going to pass that up? No. Hell no. Hell I no. I think that's something people, I, th- I think that's, that's, to be honest, us working with DJW is something people have, have wanted to see for a long time. Because even when they, were, too. when they were booming, people, I saw a couple people put our names down there in the comments. So you know what I mean? It's, People wanted to see it. Right. So we're going to give it to them. Yeah, I've been, I've been wanting to see DGW versus TBW for a long time. I've been, I've yeah. been watching both basically from the, both of the start of the companies and how mm. you both have improved so amazingly. It, I cannot wait for this reunion show. I will definitely be tuning in to watch. I hope so. Oh, um, yeah. I, I hope it's a big success because, like I said, you know, getting our name out there. Uh, oh, yeah. Definitely. Um, I hope so. Something's uh, a good dude. Talking to him, you know. So is Dale Springs. Good guy. Uh, the South is um, the South is the place to be when it comes to backyard wrestling. Yeah. Because everyone's right there together. I've noticed that. Um, and, of course, Michigan is also a 
pretty big place I've noticed for backyard wrestling. Yeah, because we got MEBW yep. right now. And, and uh, um, yeah, so I'd say that's second place. And then yeah. uh, 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 I actually got invited to do their backyard rumble mm-hmm. for MEBW. You know, I've always wondered why you didn't go to MEBW. Well, I live four, three, four hours away from MEBW. Oh, um, yeah, I live, I live on the other side of the state. Oh, damn. Down by Grand Rapids, and they were. I didn't even realize Michigan was that big. So, bitch. Yeah, it's about like a two, two, three hour drive or so because they they're in Warren over by Detroit, and I'm in Grand Rapids. So, Uh, yeah. But you know, I I hit him, I hit him up, and I'm like, you know, hey, if you're, you know, because I told him, hey, I'm a backyard free agent. If you want me, if you want to book me for some shows, you know, hit me up. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man, most definitely. But uh, yeah, I'd be interested in that. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Seeing that, so definitely, I do still plan on coming down to TBW, doing 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 some shows for it, my for my backyard farewell tour. I do hope you can make it because uh, oh, me too. I've I've been wanting to wrestle you for a long time. That'd be you, sweet. You, Dak, Ian, Johnny, JMF, Hard. I'm so upset I never got to wrestle Hardhead when we booked that. Uh, yeah, we did have that uh, planned. Um, yeah. We'll just see how everything goes. Yeah, we will. Definitely. Off-air Definitely conversations will. part two. <laughs> um, Off-air conversations. Um, let's see. Is there, is, there, is there anything else that you want to tell the fans while? Well, like I said earlier, TVW, we're taking the talent we can because – we want to give people that deserve it the platform they need and the recognition they need, and we want to make stars. We want to make star power, and we want to get put on the best backyard wrestling in the world. And now we have the material for that. We have the show for that. We've had the platform, but now we have the, the ring. We're upgrading everything. Oh, yeah. So we're taking these guys like Isaiah Wright, like the DSW guys, like yeah. all these people. And we're pulling them up with us. And we intend to go to the top with these people. We tend to go past the top because we're already there. Yeah. We intend to go higher with these people. And I'm not saying, okay, look, everybody else in the company's intentions might be different. I'm not doing this for the fans. I'm right. doing this because I, I want to. Because I, I said to myself, ever since I was a kid, I'm going to do this wrestling thing. I've never wanted anything else in my life. Same, same here. Uh, Love me always... or hate me. I don't give exactly. a damn. I don't give a damn. I'm... There's a lot of words you can use to describe me. Right. But I'm yeah. dedicated. And I'm here for this TBW. And until I'm done here and I've moved on to my pro career and you can watch me there, I'm TBW until I die. Great I choice will, of words. I will die on the sword of TBW while I'm in this backyard and we will elevate it to the top. So there you have it. Awesome. Uh, Tyler, thanks. Thanks for being my first guest on the, uh, life in the backyard wrestling podcast. Of course. Um, I'm honored. I I was honored for you to actually accept to be my guest. Uh, I thought, I thought you were going to shade me away just like you had been when I was cutting promos on you last year. So, uh, (laughs) still never cut a promo on me. So, but that's all right. 
like I said, take the promo thing very seriously. So yes, if the time comes and you get to TBW, oh yeah, the time will be there. Oh yeah, definitely. But like I said, I don't, I don't hold that very loosely. If right. you are a topic in my promo, that's how you know you're serious. Damn right. So, yeah. Watch out for TBW and DGW. Uh, watch out for TBW in general. Support backyard wrestling. That's a big one. Uh, and a lot of people are uh, asking. You know, I, I've heard. I, I've listened to. Po- you know, I listen to podcasts. I keep up with everything. Yeah, because I'm an intelligent guy. I keep up with stuff, right? And I keep hearing people say this. Oh, backyard wrestling was so big in the early 2000s. And like, oh, do you think it's gonna get back there? No, I think it's different. It's a lot better because than backyarders cause... used to be looked at as backyarders till they died. Yeah, and, that, and that's what they were. Backyard wrestling wasn't a shoot to the Indies back then. Backyard wrestling was we get our buddies together, we go to the backyard, and we kill each other. Exactly because we love it, and I love that, and that is still inside the go out there and do it because you love it. Mm-hmm. But now it's more of a these are the future stars. These are the people you're going to be watching. In Ring of Honor, All Elite Wrestling, WWE, New Japan, all these, all these, you're going to be seeing this. This is now a gateway. And like Mike Bailey said, like Will Ospreay said, like all these guys, Jimmy Havoc tweeted it. You know, all these guys tweeted, we should stop looking down so hard on backyard wrestling because these people don't stay backyarders. They progress. Exactly, and. But yeah, you know, because I've been seeing the tweets from guys like that, like them tweeting out like, hey, support backyard wrestling, support women's wrestling and all that. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for the new podcasts that are about to come. Uh, Tomorrow I will be interviewing Jack Ryan and then Uh soon, shortly I will be. My uh, lesser half, my lesser half, Jack Ryan. Yes, your lesser half. Because there's also one person that this is yin and yang, people. When there, when there is a Dak Ryan, there's a Tyler Green. When there's a Tyler Green, there's a Dak Ryan. Bingo. Said it perfectly. And then uh, I will also be interviewing Nicole Little on the podcast. Ah, interesting. Yeah. I uh, like her. I, I do. She's great. She's an amazing person. She, uh, she doesn't get the credit she does, truly deserves. I'd agree with that. Nicole, if you're listening, you know, we, we all support you. Even if we're heels, we support you. Speaking of a speaking of podcast, you know, maybe me and Nicole can have a good old heel and heel connection one day. <laughs> but uh, topic yeah. for another time. Topic for another time. Yeah. Uh, oh, here we go. Tyler's plugging himself. But anyway, uh, um, uh, yeah. So guys, uh, listening to the podcast, watch TVW, subscribe to them on YouTube. They got big things coming, great things. Um, follow Tyler Green on Instagram at the Tyler Green. Yeah, follow him at the Tyler Green on Snapchat. Twitter, it's on Twitter. It's Tyler Green Wrestler. Uh, yep. Please support. Thank you. Don't slide into his DMs though. He's got a girl. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't do that. And you know what? Speaking of that, speaking of that, Mister Aaron Matthews. This is this is exclusive content here. Oh yes. TBW twenty nineteen. Remember this. Behind every great man is a great woman. Bingo. And TBW Television and Tyler Green might have a new addition. Are we... Am I hearing what I think I'm hearing? Is, you is might your be. Girl, 
your valet. Anyway, thank you for listening. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to Life in the Backyard Wrestling Podcast. This was Tyler Green, the current TBW World Heavyweight Champion and the current TBW Openweight Champion. Love this guy to death. He's one of my best friends along with Dak and John and all the guys in the backyard. I respect them with all of my life. These guys are great. Again, subscribe to TBW. Watch watch all their stuff. Literally watch it from the TBW kickoff to now. It's great. Uh, so, Tyler, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I'm Again, I was shocked and honored that you agreed. Of course. Got to get the word out there. Exactly. Got to get the word out. Got to get some truth into the backyard community. Exactly. Thank you guys for listening. Yep. Thank you, everyone. Tomorrow we'll have Dak Ryan on and so forth. But this is the future, future TBW world champion. Knock on, <laughs> knock, knock on wood. Aaron Matthews, this is Tyler Green. Thank you and have a great night and a great 2019.